0: It looked the same. It was similar, but it's not exactly the same old Celtics in another loss to Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to talk about it right now on the Locked On Celtics Podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city your Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number eighteen, Tatum and Brown, J team step back, We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with Hilario Larry O'B. Corral above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Prime time, dappin' up the truth on the sideline. Brandon J's how I started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B there welcome back to the lockdown celtics podcast right here in the lockdown podcast network where it's your team every day and i got you every day a free fresh podcast that's dropped directly to your device as soon as i'm done recording it and posting it which today means probably as you're getting ready for work Uh, i'm sure there's a lot of you who are downloading this and being like why wasn't this there when i normally get it uh this game was (laughs) an overtime west coast game 10 o'clock start on TNT, so everything was stacked against me getting this thing done early. It's just about 5 a.m. here as I'm recording after the Celtics lost to the Golden State Warriors in OT, 132 to 126. So, hey, if you're new, subscribe. Get this show directly onto your phone or watch the show on YouTube. Ring the bell there. Get notified. When the show drops there, I'm John Corrales I used to play a long time ago. Now I'm covering the Celtics for Boston sports journal. And today's show is brought to you by game time. Game time has you covered for last minute tickets. And if you download the game time app, create an account and use the code lockdown NBA, you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. All right, let's get into the meat of this. Later on, I'll talk about the other guys. Cause I think really this game was one. In a, in a few different ways, obviously Steph Curry, massive in the fourth quarter, and huge down the stretch and hitting a bunch of threes. That's what Steph Curry does. Why were the Why were the Warriors even in that position? I think early on their role players were just amazing, and then the Celtics had a a third quarter, uh, where I think I, th- I think the game was lost in the final half of the third quarter. I'll get to that. Next, in the second segment, this segment, I want to just touch on the overarching feel of this loss where and i I don't want to make the mistake of looking at the comments on Boston sports journal, uh, the tweets where people are just incredibly overly negative uh, i don't want to th- I don't want to think that that's where everybody is in you know everybody's headspace is. But it, it, does, it does kind of feel like when, when the reaction, reaction is that overly negative, that, that does represent some segment of the fandom. And I think this feeling of, oh, here we go. Same old Celtics. Can't hold on to a lead and blah, blah, blah. And in a lot of ways, it felt the same. I get it. It was similar. But similar isn't the same. It was similar in that, yes, the Celtics had a fourth quarter lead. They had a 17 point lead uh, with about four and a half minutes to go in the third. They that they they couldn't close it out. They relaxed a little bit. Their their fourth quarter execution was wonky. Their defense fell apart, and they lost. Right. That's that all sounds like the same old story, but at the same time, a lot of the things that normally happen in these kinds of losses didn't happen. This wasn't Tatum and Brown against the world, trying to do too much, driving into the teeth of the defense, turning the ball over, giving up points in transition. It wasn't exactly that. I actually think most of the shots the Celtics got were okay. Now, they got a lot of shots, and 114 shots, even with overtime, is a ton of shots. 58 three-pointers. Is a ton of three pointers. No doubt about that. I would say looking back on it, you might, you might argue that, you know, up to 10, maybe, were shots that maybe you should have thought twice about, right? There a couple here, a couple there. They add up over the course of a 48 or 53-minute game. But I think mostly the shots were okay, so what's the difference? fifty eight three pointers to forty eight three pointers? It's still gonna be a ton of three pointers. Now, obviously, in a game that went to overtime, you say, well, a few of those, if they change, they they hit that shot, whatever th- that would have that would have changed the game. And absolutely. like this is this is both sides have valid points here. The Celtics shot forty one percent. Overall, they shot 29% from three. If they had just shot their normal three-point percentage, 37.5%, they would have scored 133 points in this game. And that would have been in in regulation. That would have been enough to, to win by 12. It's not exactly how it goes, but the point is, the Celtics didn't shoot great. And I'm willing to bet whenever the expected field goal percentage versus the actual field goal percentage is calculated, the, the numbers will show the Celtics. If they had just made their expected, what, whatever you just normal, just a normal shooting night, nothing crazy, nothing too over the top, just a normal shooting night would have been a win. So in, in some ways you can sit there and say, this is going to happen. The Celtics, remember, this is, this could be the game that just balances out beating the Memphis Grizzlies by playing as awful as they did in Memphis. This could just be the, hey, the Celtics didn't deserve to win that game in Memphis. They could have won this game. They they executed well enough for all of the things that we're going to talk about and that we can look back on and complain about and blah, blah, blah. If the Celtics play this game a hundred times and take all the exact same shots, I would say they win a majority of those games. They probably win. I'd say they probably win like 60 to 70% of those games, maybe more. These exact shots, layups, shots in the restricted area, wide open three, like wide open three pointers. Like uh, Sam Hauser was 0 for 6 from three. He's never been 0 for 6. So this was a complete outlier game from him. Tatum was two for nine. Jalen was one for four. All right. Drew Holiday, one for five. There are there are guys who hit at a normal if you if they hit at a normal rate, or even even not this bad. You know, even if Hauser goes two for six, you know, one for six in regulation, thats that could be a win because it was tied. Right. So the um, as I try to catch my train of thought back, uh, the 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 Celtics if if they could they have taken better shots? Sure. Absolutely. If you're screaming at your your radio or in the shower, or wherever you are, if you're screaming, John, they could have taken better shots, they should have taken better shots. Yes, you are right, but also the shots that they took were fine, right? And if they just hit just hit at a normal rate, they would have won. So I'm not going to be like, this is the exact same thing. Oh, wow, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm not losing my mind over this loss. I'm really not losing my mind over this loss. Could they have done a lot of things better? Absolutely. Joe Mazzula said after the game, there are probably like 15 possessions that you could take back and you say, That's not supposed to happen there at all. That can't happen again. This can't happen again. And that's, that's where you, the third quarter and the fourth quarter come into play. So this is similar to losses that you've seen before from the Celtics. There are mental lapses that cost them. So it's very similar in that regard. They were doing something right. They stopped doing that thing. Right. And suddenly they lost because they weren't doing the things at the beginning that were working. So in that way, it is very similar, very much the same in an overarching, you know, 30,000-foot view. But when you dig in, it's not, it's, it's, it's not the same. And to me, that's important. Because if this was exactly the same old stuff, I'd be, I'd be sitting here a lot more pissed off about it because it would have been a complete reversion but the the way they they executed the shots that they got not perfect but should have been should have been enough to win this game so there is a significant part of me that's like hey you know what kind of kind of have to chalk it up in some regards to it happens but the execution Also, absolutely has to be better. Let's talk about that because I think this game was lost after the six-minute mark in the third quarter. I'll get to that in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors has teamed up with Lockdown Fantasy host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week. It's all season long. So if you're prepping for a daily fantasy draft, scouting the waiver wire, these are going to be the picks, the players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So here's what Josh has for us this week. Now, I had been focusing on Brandon Pajemski. He went out, he kind of got hurt boxing out Namaish Kata. So um, I don't think that that might, we'll see how long, he's out if he's out for an extended period of time if you picked him up yesterday thinking like all right John knows what he's talking about then the injury kind of screwed that up so so keep an eye on on that you might need to drop him maybe you pick up uh Grayson Allen who is going to get the minutes with Bradley Beal out he's going to have the increased usage uh in that and I think the the Suns um, uh, they, well, they lost they lost to Phoenix, but I haven't even checked the box score. I'm just going off. Grayson Allen, 11 points, 5 of 10, 1 of 5 from 3. He did have 9 rebounds. He did have 2 steals, so it's it's not a bad pickup if, if he's still available in your fantasy league. Josh Lloyd from Lockdown Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being the perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs. eBay Motors has it, and with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or you get your money back. And at these prices, you are burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. I'm here for you every day. You can also check out Lockdown Sports today, every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because it's the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Get over there. Whatever the big stories are in sports, from NBA to all around the sports world, It's on there in depth. So go check it out. It's fun. It's exciting. And you just put it on and leave it on in the background. Just have it play all day long. And every so often your ear will catch something and be like, oh, oh, that's interesting. And I know about ears catching something. So check out Lockdown Sports today. All right. This game was lost in the third quarter where the Celtics uh, got – Steph Curry in into foul trouble. It's fifth, he got his fifth foul with six oh what six oh seven to go. But instead of closing that quarter out and taking advantage of Curry being out, they allowed the, the Warriors, they, in fact they they went from uh I forget was it 11 point lead? They they pushed the lead up to 17 and after that it felt like they said hey you know what 17 point lead we're cruising these guys are ready to quit so we're just gonna relax over here and just kind of roll roll to the end of the quarter and the warriors said no 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 he's not he's he's, he hasn't fouled out he still exists over there we're just gonna we just gotta keep this close so he can come back in in the fourth quarter and save us. That's what they did. That was a pivotal moment. Those last four and a half minutes without Curry on the floor. They ended up winning those minutes, the curryless minutes by two. That when you say something can't happen. That can't happen. The Celtics, losing those minutes without Curry by two was a killer. Remember, overtime. So I know things change. This isn't just add those, you know, if the Celtics win those minutes, they win the game, but anything you can do to give yourself a bigger lead makes it just a tiny bit less likely that Curry and Klay Thompson are going to be able to lead the, the, the Warriors all the way back. But that's... That that lack of execution, that little relaxation there did them in. But still, 11 points going into the fourth quarter. It doesn't, you know, it could be 20, it could be 25 heading into the fourth quarter. Uh, it's still in, not insurmountable in today's NBA with the three-pointers and all of that. However, the bigger the lead, obviously, like I said, it, it, it just becomes a harder – mountain to climb but and then the fourth quarter the celtics execution starts to fall apart they pass up on opportunities to hunt uh curry and get him his sixth foul with jason tatum who hurt his ankle in the first quarter and was never really quite himself after that but in the fourth quarter he, he had plenty of opportunities. He, he he backed down Chris Paul. He went hard to the rim. He was doing stuff in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, the ankle wasn't sore. Yes, but could he still back down Steph Curry? Absolutely he could have. There were at least two opportunities to do that. But then after that, the Celtics started matchup hunting. It was so weird. They got matchups that were advantageous, and Tatum didn't take advantage of it. And then they started hunting the mismatches and and they got back down to, well, Hey, look, guys, guys, it's like 10 seconds on the shot clock. You haven't really done anything that again, similar. That's where it gets really similar because that felt like, Oh, these are the Celtics we know. Uh, And that's where, that's where the execution has to be a little bit better. A little bit of stagnant, a little bit of settling for three pointers. Jalen Brown said so after the game, a little bit of, like they got good shots. The Celtics got good shots. No doubt about it. How many of those good shots could have been the proverbial good to great? The fourth quarter is all about making buckets. Andre Iguodala said this on his point forward. Uh, did he say it or did Evan Turner say it? One of those two guys said it in that episode with Jason Tatum. And it's, I've latched onto that. The fourth quarter is about making buckets. Throw your math out the window. When you've got an 11 point lead, all you need to do is make buckets. So it's not about three point shooting volume like it is earlier in the game. It's not all about some of the things that the math things that Joe Mazzulla believes and a lot of NBA people believe and that I, I also have bought into. Because the math is the math, the numbers are the numbers. But in the fourth quarter, you kind of throw that out, just like in the playoffs, you throw that out, and it becomes about what's the highest percentage shot you can get. Now, some of that is wide open three pointers, right? Some of those are the open threes, but then you get a little bit more situational, right? Maybe the guy who's super cold, and you don't want to mess with his confidence, but hey, how about this? You've been cold. You've been off. A little bit of recognition. I know you get the confidence that the next one is going in, but how about just stepping into something? Maybe you drive a little bit more. Maybe you just get yourself into a nice little mid-range shot that you can just bank in. Something easy. Look at what Chris Paul did. Chris Paul didn't want to shoot. He was 0 for whatever. And look what Chris Paul did. They kind of, he, he, mid-range master, he stepped into some of those mid-range shots. And those started to fall. And that kind of held the fort down and allowed Steph Curry to do what he did. Some of those shots, even Jason Tatum, whether it's hunting Curry or not, you got him in the post. It's Steph Curry. And yeah, it's Steph Curry with five fouls. Take, take that opportunity to post him up. Back him down. Spin baseline. Get a layup take those opportunities that's the execution part the fourth quarter is about making buckets in the fourth quarter the celtics barely made any buckets 6 of 22 overall 4 of 12 from 3 2 of 10 from 2 so not not great on in either regard but find yourself the highest percentage shots Take those high percentage shots. They had some quick trigger threes. I think Al Horford launched uh, not in the fourth quarter, but in overtime, maybe launched a couple of quick ones. I think in the third quarter, he um he had a couple that I was like, you know what? is that is that really the shot that you want to get? Uh, and, and so that's my that's my little quibble here. That's where I have my biggest thing in this game. And look, I'm not even talking about the defense in this game, which was, you know, you give up 45% shooting, 40% from three, the Celtics defensively were not there. Maybe Kristaps Porzingis changes that, and certainly Kristaps Porzingis changes fourth quarter execution to a degree, but he wasn't there. They still could have won this game. They had it. They didn't need Porzingis to win this game. Get yourself better shots. Work for some better shots. The shots were good, but I really wanted to see a few good to great. Just work it a little bit. Understand that as the game changes, as the game goes on, you shift a little bit of what you're doing. Simple. I'll, I'll, I'll talk more about this, but the role players, guys stepped up for the Warriors. They were just like, sometimes you just got to throw your hands up and be like, well, if this guy's going to make these plays, well, what are you going to do? We'll talk about that in just a second. Today's show brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has you covered for last-minute tickets. You know how frustrating it is to get last-minute tickets, buying tickets to anything. Uh, Game Time can get you these tickets fast and easy for everything, sports, music, comedy, theater events. They got last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, the best price guarantee. So Game Time is absolutely where you want to go for tickets. Maybe you're stuck for a last minute Christmas gift. Go to the game time app, get these tickets. You know, you're going to get the best deal because they've got that game time guarantee. If you find tickets in the same row and section for less, they credit you 110% of the difference. So You know, you're going to get the best price. If you're thinking like, Oh God, what do I do? What do I put in this stocking? Well, you go, you check out their zone deals. They pick the seats. You get an average of 18% savings. You can see on the app what the view looks like. So you know exactly what you're giving the person you're giving the gift to. All in prices show the, t- the total up front. So you're not going to be like, oh, good. Here's here's something I can afford. And then you get to check out. You're like, wait a minute. You're you tacking on fees. No, it's all in pricing up front. So you can buy these tickets in seconds with two taps. So last minute tickets, last minute gift. It's very simple. Download the Game Time app, and here's the best part: if you haven't created an account yet, do it right now. Use the code Locked On NBA. You get twenty dollars off your first purchase, so you're kind of saving money left and right here with with Game Time. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code Locked On NBA. L O C K E D on NBA. You get twenty dollars off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out Lockdown NBA after you're done here. The Celtics schedule is messing with me on the Lockdown NBA show. I haven't been on last week. I'm not going to be on this week, but it's still a great show without me. Trust me, because all those hosts are awesome. They're great across the board, and uh, especially my regular partner, Jake Madison, who covers the Pelicans. He's got a fun team to cover, and um, boy, what a game that was over there. Not for him, but (laughs) that was a – you know, John Morant's back. That's an interesting one that they're going to be talking about on the Lockdown NBA podcast. The Celtics had opportunities, but, man, how about Trace Jackson Davis, who, out of nowhere, 10 points, 13 rebounds, three blocked shots. This is including one on Jalen Brown, who had a dunk, and he came over and blocked that. There's a, the picture of it on, I used it for Boston sports journal. Oh my God. I mean, he is right up there. He meets, uh, he meets Jalen right at the top. His elbow was at the rim. Jalen's Jalen is up there. He is dunking that thing. And, and trace comes over and just denies him that alone, that alone. Dude's a rookie comes in, gives them. 28 and a half great minutes was five of seven, four offensive rebounds. He even had an assist. The three block shots were massive. This is, this is the little stuff, right? Curry gets all the shine for doing what he did and, and finishing this game off. Clay Thompson gets a ton of shine. He's kind of like rounding into form, right? Six of 15 from three, 24 points for him. So what's that? 57 points combined but Trace gives them 10 points. Sarich, early on, the Celtics say, hey, look, we're going to make you beat us. Okay, no problem, 11 points early on. Uh, 10 points for Moses Moody. Kaminga steps up with 17 points. These are the guys that early on, and Kaminga with some really good defense, the, these, these are the guys that, that end up winning the game for the Warriors because they keep the game close enough for Curry to do what he does, and they outplayed Boston's role players because, like I said, Sam Hauser zero points, zero for six—the most three pointers he's ever taken in the NBA without hitting one. Svi Mikailik comes in, does nothing. He only plays a couple of minutes. I think, I think that's a whole different story. Uh, Nemanja Ceda, awesome, awesome for him. Ten points, ten rebounds, six offensive rebounds. I think all but one of them are off his own misses. But great energy early on. He he did a great job. Uh, but the the Warriors' role players did enough. Where look, Al Horford, four of fourteen in this in this game. Yeah, thirteen points, twelve rebounds, six assists. But he was a minus eight. It's, the efficiency wasn't there. Holiday. Not his best shooting game. Again, uh, he was a minus fourteen, team worst. Brissette comes in, does okay, but six points. Right, Mikhailik doesn't have it. Doesn't have it. His confidence seems shot. It's it's the the role players. It's those guys that are the difference between winning and losing, because they keep the game close. And when it came time for it, the stars for the Warriors close the game out. And and Tatum, who was hobbled, just didn't have it, couldn't hit the shots. And that was that. Jalen Brown, I thought played really well, 28 points, eight rebounds, seven assists for him, tied with Tatum for the team high. Uh, he did have four turnovers as opposed to, I, I've been touting how his turnovers have been like two or three, and now he had four in this game. Oh, well, you know, like that's going to happen every once in a while. But uh, I, I, I think they they probably should have gone to to Jalen a little bit more. Again, when I talk about shots that you can make, Jalen getting the ball, you know, in the fourth quarter he was o for two. Got to get him more touches like, than that in the fourth quarter. In seven minutes, get him some touches in the spots where he's comfortable. Let's let's get him. I mean he he's he's been a, he showed he can close these games. Tatum was o for four. That's that's no. You can't have a fourth quarter. Where Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are combined 0 for six. And then there's that last play. I'll finish this by saying the last play. I thought the last play was terrible. I'm okay with not calling the timeout. The last play of the fourth quarter. You it's tied. Chris Paul and Steph Curry are on the floor. They don't want to foul out, or, or Curry doesn't want to foul out. Those are two guys you can attack. You call a timeout, those guys come off the floor. But also, you got to attack them. You can't have Tatum, Tatum isolating at the logo with seven seconds to go, just standing there with his back to the basket. That doesn't work. The whole power of this Celtics offense is – All of these guys can hit shots. If Tatum is standing there against Kaminga and saying, oh, I'm going to attack this matchup. Why? Why? You didn't call a timeout because you want to keep the weak defenders on the floor. Go attack one of these weak defenders. You have plenty of time. Seven, eight, seven seconds. That's plenty of time to run some kind of action. Run a screen. Call a play. Call a play where... Tatum is use a pick from Derek White. He had Curry on him. Use a pick from Drew Holiday. He had Chris Paul on him. And what are they going to do? You're going to blitz Tatum? Sure, no problem. Then you give it up to Derek White or you give it up to Drew Holiday, and one of them gets a wide-open shot. They can step all the way in, get into rhythm. I trust those guys to take a last-minute shot. Why not? I trust Derek White to take a last-minute shot. I trust those guys to make a play because – Eight seconds, seven seconds. You run that pick, six seconds. They start to blitz Tatum if they do that. Five seconds, you dump it off to one of those guys who gets to drive. Boom, two dribbles, four seconds, three seconds. The defense reacts, kick it out, two seconds. Somebody's going to get an open shot, a clean look. Tatum doesn't have to do this every damn time. A three-pointer when the game is tied, a fadeaway contested three-pointer when the game is tied, is the worst shot you can get. Tatum on a pull-up contested three is like a 28% shot. That's the worst shot you can get. Sorry. That's not why this team is built this way. So, but that's not on Joe necessarily. That's not on Joe Missoula necessarily. The timeout, I'm good with not calling the timeout. Keep the weak defenders on the floor. Everybody on the floor needs to recognize this. And if if I'm saying to Joe anything, it's like, call a play. Call something. Get these guys organized from the sidelines. Just call something. Just say this, blah, blah, blah. Run a play. Horn set something. Call something from the sidelines. You don't have to call a timeout. These guys are professionals. They're all NBA players. They're all-stars. Borderline all-stars. They can figure this out. What they got was terrible. But as always, it should never have come to that. The third quarter should have been better. The shots they got during the fourth quarter should have been better. And frankly, they were still good enough where they just could have shot better. Make a couple of layups. They they would have been okay. But at that point, you get to that that situation, that, that last minute shot, that last second shot, it's, it's That was garbage. That was garbage. That one, that one I'm pissed off about. Because that's garbage. Sorry, Jason Tatum. I know you're a great player, but that was a garbage shot. You might have confidence that you're gonna hit that, but the numbers are the numbers. That's that shot's been like a 28% shot for two years now. So sorry. Gotta do better. This team is built to be better. And that's why I'm not worried about the loss necessarily, but now it's about, hey, recognize, recognize it. Learn from this, right? You have these opportunities. Learn from that execution. Why the hell is Derek White, J- Drew Holiday, Jalen Brown, Al Hover, Why the hell are those guys on the floor? It's not just the space and let you go one-on-one. No, it, that's not all they're on the floor for. They're there to set picks. You can make passes. You, don't worry about turning the ball over. You can make a pass. You can make a, you run a simple pick and roll, do something, right? Run some off ball action for somebody to spring open. Maybe Tatum makes a pass. If Michael Jordan can make a pass to win uh, an NBA finals game, you can make a pass to win a game against golden state on December 19th. So mix it up. Got to be better. Got to be better in that spot. Just got to be better. But again, I'm not like as worked up as I got over that last-minute shot, last-second shot. I'm not, I'm, I'm not really worked up about the loss necessarily. Losses happen. They're not going to win every game, right? And I know it's the Warriors and like, oh, I didn't want to lose to the Warriors, but it is what it is. You're going you're gonna to lose those games sometimes. Kind of had a weird feeling that they might. But we'll see. Just now, back-to-back, back Sacramento, that's going to be tough. I'll be here for you again, hopefully not this late, But I will be here for you again, so make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Watch the show on YouTube. Subscribe. Be coming every day or be with me every Monday through Friday, plus bonus podcasts whenever they play. Post-game podcasts after every game. I would love it now if you share the podcast. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.